Strap one on, it's time to jam. Sam, is it the day to die today? I believe it is a day to die. Oh. I don't know if it's the day to die, but it's a day. It's an option. Oh, that's good. I wasn't ready to commit to today just yet. So it's good to know that it doesn't have to necessarily be this day. No, it's just a day. Okay. Potential. All right. Keep your options open. But it could also be Thursday. It could. It could. Okay. This is just one of many days to die. Precisely. Welcome to this shit movie. (laughs) called a day to die <laughs> i was reminded of, i forgot to do the willis time count till right before we came here and boy sam revisiting this movie even on fast forward speeds i can't believe we did this at normal one speed yeah this was this was like next level bad just in terms of like the sheer production of it like yeah it's it, it fascinating there are decisions that were made in this movie's post-production that i would love to sit down with the people who made them and go just talk me through it <laughs> i'm not even gonna get i'm not i'm not even mad i just want to know more i just want to understand the decision making process like when when you showed bruce willis getting out of the car why did it have why did the image have to get all distorted and then like repeat him getting out of the car rapid fire three more times they clearly yeah and then when you did that why did you keep doing it they the worst part i think is like they clearly had a vision like these were not like cobbled together like you know there was what was the one out of death where like everything was like sepia toned and like it was weird but like it was consistent but like no these are these people clearly thought that they were doing something like ah, flash edits distortion yeah Yeah, it it, filters it reminded me of fear.com and nothing should ever do that (laughs) which is the most early 2000s quick cut quick cut shaky shaky shake quick cut shaky camera thing on the planet and it's 20 plus years later and we all collectively sat down as a group and went let's not do that anymore and then here comes whoever the fuck did a day to die i don't know if i can blame the director i assume a lot of this happened in in editing but i should still have oh and i'm I'm like, if you've been following, so do we still like this in our other podcasts? You'll know that I just live in a state of perpetual sickness now. So if you're like, he doesn't sound great, I think this is just me now. There we go. Wes Miller is the director of A Day to Die. He has also directed uh, not much River Runs Red, which is like a John Cusack movie, I think, that I've kind of heard of. Uh, he did a TV movie earlier this year called Honey Plus Lemon. Uh, a mild-mannered woman troubled by anxiety and traumatizing past events 
stumbles upon a new form of therapy when she mistakenly kills someone. Well, that sounds like a plot. It does sound like a plot. Does a day to die sound like a plot? Yes, because I think we've seen at least two Bruce Willis movies with the exact same one. (laughs) Sam, hit, hit us up with the plot of a day to die. Oh, God, it's been a while. It also takes place over multiple days. Yeah, it's not. Again, that's why it's not the day to die. They're keeping their options open, Sean. You cannot blame them. And they all die on different days. Spoilers. A lot of people die in this movie, but that's true. very few at the same time. Uh, what the What is the plot of this thing? Um, Bruce Willis plays the police chief who is perhaps not entirely on the up and up he's not um spoilers at at the at the beginning of the movie there's some kind of heist situation with like white supremacists trying to kill people in a high school gym that goes sideways for reasons i don't totally understand because i'm still not sure who set off those rockets on the roof it might have been frank grillo it might have been the the white supremacist i'm not sure someone sets off rockets everything goes to shit there's a there's a landmine in the gym nothing makes sense you don't need to understand it but it goes wrong and because of that uh the lesser dylan brother is now a kevin yes thank you uh kevin dylan who has a perpetual confused puppy dog look i think that's just his face yeah he's trying to look hardened i think but it just makes him look like sad confused yeah he looks like he does not understand the situation he's in which same Kevin Dillon, same. Uh, but he's now a disgraced parole officer. His charge gets killed and somehow it gets pinned on him because he, oh, he kills the guy, the the guy that killed the, people die. I don't and remember any of what you're confused. even saying. <laughs> he was a like, parole officer. His guy was going to get killed. So he killed the guy that was going to kill his parolee guy. Yes, that is true. And then they take away his gun and they're like, you owe us. And then that's what sets off the events of the movie. His wife yeah. gets kidnapped. As well, his wife gets kidnapped babe. because, oh, God, babe, babe, wait, no, baby, babe, 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 baby. Uh, he kills the guy who's going to kill his whatever. And then this big crime dude is like, that's my guy. And he sells drugs or something and brings me the money. And because you killed him the way I see it, you just cost me this much money. So now you owe me that money. Oh, you didn't pay it. I kidnapped your wife. And now you still have to find me the money. But also I have your wife who like is pregnant. And yeah, there's just a lot. Hap- also, like we're talking about this. There's so much happening in this movie. And also, like none of it maybe matters. maybe eventually we can become friends. Yeah, we'll, says the villain of the movie. We'll, we'll get to that one, I yeah. guess. But and probably pretty soon because there's like the, the events that bridge everything. Then it just becomes even more low rent, precious cargo because Kevin Dillon's got to yes. get the gang back together to there steal is, money. There is literally a scene. So that's the thing, right? Like that's part of the beauty of these movies is that there is always a matching Bruce Willis movie somewhere in the universe none of these are original they all exist in at least pairs but there is literally do you remember the scene in precious cargo where there's the one guy that like they're trying to get back and he's just like making out with his girlfriend and he like throws his cell phone and like his little tiki hut blender yep that scene happens literally again exactly that like 
him and his girlfriend are at like a shooting range. They're making out. He throws his phone, but then he like shows up. And it is like almost like frame for frame the same fucking scene in a different setting. I'm actually fascinating. I'm actually checking to see if perhaps someone who wrote on Precious Cargo wrote on this, but nope. This is an original work. He says with air quotes, but (laughs) yeah. And it kind of tries to do the precious cargo, like camaraderie, crack and wise thing, but it doesn't. Can we talk about the fact that like Frank Grillo looks like he's been on like a three week bender and then like just snorted a shitload of cocaine to be able to like get through this thing. He's looking rough and his eyes are just constantly like, hey, or that's the reason he agreed to do it he's paid in the drugs that they steal from this guy Frank you want to be in another Bruce Willis movie oh I'm on a lot of cocaine so I guess so yeah like he Frank looks is completely oof. like fucked like his eyes are just like constantly open at like 120% and just like totally glazed over yeah and, like he's, laser focused like he's not acting Frank Grillo is in some <laughs> sort of weird jackass type experiment where he thinks he's robbing banks and there's just cameras pointed to him there's a scene where he shoots up like a pile of something like a million dollars worth of like drug product it's never specified what drug just drug product and that was the point where i'm like okay that explains frank grillo like he just inhaled all this shit that he just shot up yeah i don't even like he what's his relationship to bruce willis Uh... i don't even remember now he was part of the police squad that like that thing went wrong because Bruce Willis made the decision, I think. Yeah, Bruce Willis made a bad call, I think. And Frank Grillo or, carried it out. Or a corrupt call because he's in a he's in cahoots with the the baddie. But then we're supposed to be all pissed at him about that, but then everyone ends up in cahoots with the baddie. So Well, and I think we're supposed to be because he wasn't in he was in cahoots with the baddie but then also the baddie's family all died in that thing because you know they were mostly killing like lower income like black folks and like we we've established you know at, at one point in the movie that the the villain is like very crooked very shady bad but like also he like gives back to his community and like goes around and like you know gives money to kids that are getting good grades and like staying in school and yeah they do a lot in the early stages or at least they try to to make the the turn later when all of a sudden the villain or at least the villain up till that point has joined forces with the heroes and the pregnant wife he is kidnapped is like okay it's good to have friends <laughs> So weird i i genuinely i don't understand i as this movie goes on i do not understand any of the, the decisions being made like people are getting killed they like lose out on the money i don't remember how i think bruce willis steals it back or he's and then they're like the the villain is like oh well it's okay because like we'll split the money four ways now and like you know now that i know that you guys i think part of his issue backtracking but like back of it part of his issue was that like back in the day that school shooting thing he didn't realize that bruce willis made the call so he was blaming kevin dylan's character yeah also kevin dylan's brother in the movie is like a junkie and was like selling him out this whole thing is fucking stupid there's way too much going on there's way too much interconnectivity none of it fucking matters yeah that's the problem (laughs) is there's potential in a lot of the ideas that hey, Bruce Willis is a corrupt police chief. You could get something out of 
the walls are closing in on him getting caught. Maybe he's getting more and more desperate, doing more and more desperate things, but they don't do anything with that. Kevin Dillon's brother is like secret, also working with the bad guy before it becomes okay to do that. Maybe they could show it's the whole the Hitchcock thing where if you show us a bomb, but the characters don't know that there's a bomb and we do. Oh, shit. There's the suspense because Jesus Christ, guys, there's a bomb. You need to do something about it. So if they like, oh, the brother is a bad guy. Uh Oh, when's that going to become a thing? Uh Oh, what is the is the wife going to escape? Like, there's just nothing. They just don't even try and do anything with any of it. No, and there's so much of it. Like, and then yeah, you get that whole sequence at the bank where like they're trying to steal the money that Bruce Willis transfers once a month in a hearse before the bank is opened. That like it's an armored hearse, and then they're like, we're gonna go in and we're gonna steal it. But they like immediately get surrounded by like the entire police force of whatever the fuck city they're in, Chicago maybe. I don't. I don't remember. No, I don't remember either. I think it's totally irrelevant, so it doesn't really matter. But anyways, the the it's just it's dumb and like there there was no way that that plan was going to work and like I think we were talking about it as we were watching like what is the point of this plan like you were clearly just going and like most of them die the one dude shows up it's like I got this and immediately gets shot in the head which was incredible that was the 100% (laughs) best part of the movie is their getaway driver dude rolls up and is like goes to get out of the car and help them like I got this guys immediately dies and it's not supposed to be funny i don't think i think it's supposed to be like oh no our beloved character fifth (laughs) dude on the crew but oh my gosh it's so good like there's no way you didn't you you can't shoot that and not know that's funny i don't understand don't worry guys i got There was that, and then there's, like, the really dramatic scene at the end where, for whatever reason, Frank Grillo, like, lets them run away. He's like, no, today's my day to die. He doesn't say that, but he should have. And then he, like, gets in, like, their shitty little fucking Prius and starts, like, driving at Bruce Willis. Like, I think he's supposed to be trying to hit him, but, like, he's not driving all that fast. And then, like, he just gets... (laughs) <laughs> with the, house. the terrible terrible like rendition Orleans. number 17 of house they of refer the to it as the rising sun yeah and he's just going and they're like riddling this car with bullets because again like bruce willis is the chief of police they don't know he's crooked yet so you know his lackeys are just following his his order and shooting up this car and the car is just going slower and slower and slower as frank grill is just getting shot to it in the car and then he stops with the bumper like an inch from Bruce Willis's shins it was not supposed to be funny but like obviously it was because I'm still laughing my ass it's just talking about it a month and a half later one of the most <laughs> like okay it reminded me slight I guess spoilers for Kong Skull Island <laughs> but there's a part where a character goes to sacrifice himself to save his group as they're trying to get away from a monster and he has two grenades and he like pulls the pin out of each and his whole plan is he's going to get eaten by the monster and you know blow up inside of him and it's like this big like dramatic like don't worry guys i got this and he's like standing there and then the monster just looks at him whips him with his tail into the side of a cliff where he explodes and it doesn't (laughs) benefit anybody (laughs) and that at least is intended to be like kind of a like oh jesus moment 
And this kind of gave me those vibes, but played very seriously. Like, yeah, here's like, this guy who's like, don't worry, guys, I got this. And it's the just weirdest, like, he accomplishes nothing. He doesn't, their whole idea is Kevin Dillon, bad guy and pregnant wife, everyone else is dead at this point, are like fleeing with the money and they're on an airstrip and they're getting onto a plane. And Frank Grillo's like, basically, I'll buy them time to get away. But like, the they cops aren't coming after them. They just stopped. They're not even near them. You could have just taken like a brick and put it like on the pedal and like pretended to be in the car. And that would have probably been fine because they stopped like two miles back. Yeah. They can't tell you're not in the car anymore, Frank Grillo. And the car wouldn't have decelerated as the brick got shot. Brick stuck down there. He'd oh keep going. God, the, I just. <laughs> brick would have done way much better. Inanimate brick would have done a much, <laughs> much better job. He at least would have careened into the police instead of coming to a slow stop and have them go like, well, that wasted 48 seconds, but okay. Did everyone else hear that shitty cover of House of the Rising Sun that Frank Grillo was listening to? <laughs> Weird choice. Why not listen to the original character in the fiction of this universe? It's, yeah, it was very stupid, but at the same time, it probably is still in like my top five moments from these shitty direct it was pretty good so good it was also pretty funny because during that scene he's listening to a shitty cover of house of the rising sun and then the movie ends about two minutes later to another different shitty rendition of the rising sun there i i think i counted four because they also sing one at the beginning it's like their their camaraderie song yep which is also not the original and then I watched another movie a couple weeks later that also had multiple bad versions of House of the Rising. So I'm like, what is happening? It's, Why this fucking song? It's so weird that no one can get the original. The fees for it must be astronomical or something. Because it's just such a strange choice, though. Like, I, I don't. Anyway, 20 grand. Fuck that. My wife, Edith, will just record a version herself. <laughs> is he Take at the end that original also... artist. I don't know his name. <sighs> Is it the animals? Is that the original? Was it another one? Who cares? Yeah. It doesn't matter. They weren't involved in either like either this or the endless, so it really does not matter. Yeah. Uh yeah, so then they escape with their money uh in the plane that Frank Grillo could have totally made it to if he had just tried a little bit. I hope they at least talk about that when they get to where they're going. Like it <laughs> seems like Bob could have come with us, guys. <laughs> Look, he needed his moment. It didn't seem like we were very good friends anyway. We hadn't talked in a while. It's probably fine. Uh, so they go to wherever the fuck it is that they went. They're now friends with the vi- with the the villain, like close friends. He's holding oh, yeah. her baby. He almost caused her to have a miscarriage, but he's holding her baby. He is probably. The the not stepfather. What's the word I want? Godfather. Godfather? He's yeah. probably the Godfather. Well, I mean, 100%. everyone else they know is dead, so it's lack of option. But <laughs> like, I wonder if like the wife is so cool about like the misunderstanding where he kidnapped her and said he would kill her unless her husband gave him a bunch of money. And like he he was the reason that they got into the situation. Like Kevin 100%. Dillon's entire family and friends circle is dead now due to the situation that this man placed them in i don't understand like he's probably convinced himself that? like he's mental gymnastics his way to blaming bruce willis and i assume it's just one of those like 
no, it was Bruce Willis's fault. And that's the end of this discussion kind of thing. Like he just has to sell the lie to himself. I guess. It's the only way. Bruce Willis does get his comeuppance at the end, by the way. Yeah, he shoots like a colleague and then they got it on camera because everything's on camera these days. And then they're like, look at you shooting this guy. You can't be police chief anymore. And then he kills himself, right? Does he kill himself? No. Why did I think he... I thought he shot himself in the head. Did he not do that? No, he did not do that. Something bad happens to Bruce Willis at the end of this movie. He He gets arrested. I, I thought he killed himself. No. Okay. Okay. No, well. he's just, I don't know what movie you're North, maybe? I don't know what movie you're thinking of. <laughs> no, no, no. He didn't kill himself in North. He just he just kind of uh, wished he maybe did. like I think he might have been holding a gun in his office, but he didn't do anything. He hundred okay, percent gets like let out. So Okay. Maybe that's where I was confused. Maybe. I guess we should also point out that the action in this movie is shit. Uh the yep. opening sequence is full of like they don't even bother adding CG muzzle flashes to a lot of the guns. So it's literally just people pointing guns and you just hear like, (laughs) but there's no visual. The fire looks like PlayStation two graphics. It's all the usual. I'm going to stand here and shoot and you're going to stand there and shoot. And sometimes one of us will get hit and fall down. It's mostly done better than some of the other movies. And I mean, there's like like the heist scene is okay and that like there is actually the best part is there is an actual like vehicle explosion and it cuts to Bruce in the car and his eyes are all wide and it's like he's impressed they did an effect like oh <laughs> shit they actually blew something up for this movie and like I mean credit where credit is due it's not a good movie it looks like dog shit there's way too much going on but you could kind of say the same thing about something like Marauders, and I would definitely rewatch this nonsense before I'd watch Marauders because at least it was—it's terrible, but it's entertaining. Yeah, I wasn't—I wasn't bored. Yeah, exactly. It, it fared better than a lot of the Bruce Willis stuff, in that I wasn't checking the time constantly and being like, "How is there an hour left?" I think it was pretty near the end when one of us did our first like, "There's still twenty minutes left." reference yeah. well i think it was also because like everyone was dead we're like out of the yeah there's no movie anymore <laughs> it was it was less so that like okay this is boring how is there still time left and more how do you get like this entire city is dead like yeah uh yeah. in terms of performances kevin dylan is a charisma vacuum there's just nothing just nothing going on there uh I don't know, bruce is fine here like a little more than usual like get some there's one part where he calls and threatens the drug dealer and it's just like i got you in that office and i could take you away and then he goes to hang up and he's just all you just hear is fucking jerk off on the other end of the phone it's like all right cool a little bit of that uh the wife is bad bad at acting i thought maybe she had been in another willis but it doesn't look like it I thought she had two. She looked familiar. I don't see anything on the old filmography, but uh, yeah, she's not very good. Honestly, the dude playing the the bad guy who looks like, let me see, usually credited as simply Leon. uh, He was good. Yeah, he did a a fine job. I see now, though, he's 
got quite a career behind him. He's been in tons of stuff. So, but uh, yeah, he was good. Like he did a pretty good job of making that character just likable enough that when he does the flip, you're not like, really? That dude's a monster. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that's all I have to say about a day to die. Yeah. I mean, we already talked about Frank Grillo's performance. Yeah. Such as it was. See, I, he's still the most baffling. Like, why are you still here? Actors. It's like, you should be able to do bigger and better things. Why? He you, can. And he does. Why do you and, keep like, coming back? It's I. Yeah. Maybe it was Bruce Willis money. Like, that's my new theory, because I, I truly I don't understand otherwise, like why he is. De- and like, he looked like shit in this. Like, I'm sorry, but like Frank Grillo is like, he's a good looking dude for his age. Like, he's, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and looks in this like boss level looks, is what a year ago. He looks fucking great. In boss level. Yeah. He looked like he was pulled out of a ditch for this yeah. movie. He's like pockmarked, like his eyes are crazy. Like he, he oh, it's just, yeah. This is not a good choice for Frank Grillo. No. And he added nothing, frankly. Uh, Willis yeah. time count, I guess. I'm going to go 13 minutes and 17 seconds. So this one was tricky because the opening action sequence and the heist action sequence, there's a lot of. Here he is, here he is, here he is. So I I definitely had to do a few estimations. Uh, I came out at 8 minutes and 20 seconds. Wow. Lower than I expected. Me too. Barely, like, almost exactly the same as Midnight in the Switchgrass. Mm. Yeah, and he, like, totally checked out of that one. So, interesting. All right, Sam, hit us with the current ranking. The current ranking, top to bottom, is Once Upon a Time in Venice, Breach, Precious Cargo, Cold Light of Day, Deadlock, Trauma Center, Catch-44, Reprisal, Apex, Out of Death, Fortress, Acts of Violence, Midnight in the Switchgrass. How did we put Midnight in the Switchgrass so high? Because you're going from the, you're standing at the bottom. You're not going bottom to top. It's still way too high. There's still six movies below it anyways marauders vice cosmic sin hard kill fortress sniper's eye and airstrike or top to bottom i mean i thought you were going to go the other way with it well i didn't this time well you've confused me now because you always do it again bottom to top no that's not good radio (laughs) but also you might have to because now i can't (laughs) visualize where this thing goes all right well hang on we know Give me like what's okay. in the middle. Uh in the like kind of center block, we've got reprisal, apex, out of death, fortress, and acts of violence. I feel like even right there, this one comfortably goes above apex, but probably not above reprisal. Yeah. I think I would agree. I'm yeah. also surprised that we put out of death below apex, but that does seem weird. I think we were just so delighted by the tripping out sequence that we forgave a lot of oh, the, the rest. That's true. Yeah, I feel like when we get to the end of the directive video stuff, we're definitely going to look back at the li- this list and go, there That's are some thinking. Yeah, <laughs> like any good ranking list always has to come with some degree of what the fuck? Why? Especially but it's I all know. recorded if we ever need to yeah. figure it out. 
And I feel like the middle stuff is always going to be where things get dicey, right? Because, like, yeah. a lot of it is kind of like, this is all fine. Yeah. But, yeah, so, I, like, I would Sitting agree down that. and going, like, what's better, reprisal or a day to die is, like, what's better, this red M&M or this blue M&M? It's like, fucking, what are we even supposed to do with this? <laughs> yeah, I, I think I would put it. Not above. even. What's better, this blue M&M or this blue M&M? <laughs> At least the other one, I can be like, I think blue is a better color. But this is just like, I don't know. I'm I'm looking at the same shit. Reprisal had the better Grillo. Reprisal is still the hardest I've laughed at anything we've watched for this podcast, <laughs> including comedies. <laughs> I lock scene. like, oh my god, the break it down <laughs> for me scene. If anyone listening, if just go on YouTube, I think it's there. It just watch the reprisal lock scene. You don't really need the full context of the movie. Just please do context yourself a favor. Context is almost irrelevant, even in the context of the movie. So I yeah. mean, all right. So there, there we have it. Okay. Normally we'd spin the wheel, except we've also learned recently to embrace the chaos. Surprise! <laughs> I we've can do already... a dramatic. I'll do a dramatic reenactment. Do, 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 no, do, wait. Do. We did it in the "Look Who's Talking" we episode. We did. We did. Yeah. Oh, okay. We just were. We're all fucked up and out of whack. We yes. watched North. Yeah, we watched North. God, what are we doing? I don't know if North will take that long to do. Should we just do it? I think we should do North. All right. Uh, we're gonna keep talking, but I guess this technically will be the end of this episode, which fuck we're behind this goes live friday um uh, we're doing so well and then sickness and spooktober fucked us all up to be fair you were sick for the entirety of spooktober and that wouldn't have worked anyways that's so. true but i was also sick for the entirety of normal ass november so oh that's true um yeah so this will go live december 2nd so we're about to record what you're gonna hear december 16th it's almost christmas so enjoy that. Here's your gift. A fucking North episode. <laughs> Until then, <laughs> keep enjoying those Willis's. See you soon.